Welcome to the Vile Dawn podcast for Wednesday, December 30th. S&P futures and NASDAQ futures are both up about 40 points. That's about 13 points for the S&P, and it's about 50 points for the NASDAQ. Europe's major indices are trading up about 10 to 20 basis points. You have outperformance in banks, tech, luxury, retail, real estate, and healthcare. You have underperformance in autos, industrial staples, basic resources. Asia generally finished higher with the exception of Japan. Hong Kong in particular did very well thanks to strength in tech stocks. Alibaba and Tencent both rallied about 5.5%. So in general, this is a very quiet week, um, very light on news, attendance, liquidity. So I can't read too much into the price action that you are seeing either yesterday's sell-off or this morning's rebound. The big area of controversy for the US is this whole matter of whether the stimulus checks of $600 that were included in the bill that Trump signed into law on Sunday, whether or not those are increased to 2000 um, The matter passed the House relatively easily, and now it is in the Senate. The Senate has a relatively complicated year-end process whereby they need to attempt to override Trump's veto of the defense authorization bill. There is the um, there, there are enough votes to override that veto. However, the Senate logistical process is much more complicated than in the House. So there are a variety of different steps that they need to go through first before you can get a final vote on that topic. And then this $2,000 stimulus check also is going to complicate things as well. So it looks like that $2,000, um, the $2,000 checks will not get passed into law, at least in the current Congress. So the current Congress goes until Sunday, and that's when the next Congress is sworn in. All legislation, all bills that are being um, considered in the current Congress will all need to be repassed once the next one gets sworn into office on Sunday. Um, and so that's why McConnell is kind of racing against the clock, in particular on the defense authorization bill. That is what is um, paramount for him in terms of overriding the Trump veto. And then you have this other, um, like I said, the, the $2,000 check uh, debate. I really don't think it's a, a particularly seminal event for the market. Um, you know, I think it's helping to pass the time. It's giving stocks and investors something to talk about during an otherwise quiet week. Um, but the, you know, the big stimulus development, what happened on Sunday once Trump signed that bill into all the $900 billion. Um, And then I think, again, the big debate going into 2021 is whether or not that $900 billion represents kind of the last major fiscal response to the COVID crisis or if you see incremental steps get taken next year. And a lot of that will come down to what happens in Georgia where you have the runoff races on the fifth, um, you know, if the Democrats were to take both those seats in Georgia, they will um, barely get the majority in the Senate. In which case, the fiscal conversation will change. Um, and then you have obviously, you know, Biden's priorities for his first hundred days in office. Obviously, the emphasis will be on economic revitalization. Um, there will likely be a huge push for infrastructure spending, et cetera. So I think that's kind of the real debate over the coming months, not so much whether or not this the this six hundred to two thousand dollar check increase actually comes to fruition. Um, just finishing up on fiscal stimulus in general, there was an article in the FT which isn't really incremental, but I think it kind of highlights um, you know a, a a big theme for markets going into next year. It's it's how stocks will um, view fiscal stimulus going forward. So throughout twenty twenty. Increased fiscal stimulus was, um, you know, an unmitigated positive. Anytime you saw indications of higher fiscal stimulus, stocks usually respond favorably. Um, you know, I think the bill for that fiscal stimulus is going to be coming due in 2021. If you look at just the issuance calendar of treasuries and you look at the net demand increase, it's pretty dramatic as far as the amount of paper that markets will be forced to absorb. 
The obvious implications of that is that could push yields higher throughout the year, which would undercut multiples for equities. Um, so I think, you know, going forward, I, th- I, I think the, um, you know, again, how equities will view fiscal stimulus headlines will be a little bit more nuanced or certainly more mixed than was the case this year, just given that you are now, um, you know, you're going to have to pay for that and that's going to result in higher issuance. Um, I think COVID vaccines are the real clear near-term positive as far as what really will drive equities higher. So you had the UK come out and approve the AstraZeneca vaccine this morning. Not really shocking. The UK had been suggesting for several days that they would be um, approving that vaccine. It looks like you're not going to see that AstraZeneca get approved in either the US or the EU for several more weeks. AstraZeneca is due to provide more phase three data from a US specific trial to US authorities, the FDA. That will determine the approval um, in the U.S. So I think you know the U.K. approval. It's certainly not negative, but I don't think it's an enormous positive. Um, I think the next big COVID vaccine data point with the Johnson Johnson Phase Three data that is due out in early January. So that could hit in theory any day. Um, you know, remember we've going back throughout November and December, we tended to get vaccine data releases on Monday. On Mondays, so you know, I think that is something to keep an eye on uh, into next week on January fourth. But um, you know, that could hit as soon as as uh, this Friday or this weekend um, or next week, if that data is positive. And again, I don't think you need to achieve the ninety percent plus efficacy numbers from Pfizer or Moderna to kind of be de- to to uh, be labeled quote unquote positive. I think you know, really anything above. Um, you know, 70-ish type percent in terms of efficacy with limited safety side uh, with limited safety side effects um, is going to be a victory for the market, especially with this Johnson Johnson vaccine, which only requires a single shot. And you look at the huge manufacturing resources that Johnson Johnson will bring to bear to bring this vaccine to market. Um, you know, that would re- represent a, a pretty significant accelerant to the entire vaccination process. So. That to me is the next major COVID data point, and it's really the next, I think, major market event um, in terms of how that data obviously um, comes out. Along with the, you know, the Georgia runoffs will obviously um, be important as well next week. So those are all the big themes and trends for this morning. Again, very very quiet. Um, this whole week is going to be very quiet. There's nothing really on the calendar for today, other than uh, a couple of economic data points. Um, and again, it's really not until next week where you have Georgia, you have the House and Senate will formally certify the election results. You have Fed minutes, you have U.S. jobs, you potentially have the Johnson Johnson data, and then you have a bunch of earnings reports next week, um, including Micron on Thursday night. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.